When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. My top I really like that song. It's good. It's a good song. Way to go, Harry Styles. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 107.1. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Holly Roberts and I are hanging out with you. And uh, we are just, we're going to go Highway 2 in the Nostalgia Zone. Highway to the Nostalgia Zone. It has nothing to do with Tom Cruise, Kenny Loggins, or fighter jets. Mm. It has there every- is a little ROM in that, though. Sure. Mm-hmm. But this has everything to do with the beloved film genre romantic comedies. And one of the queens of romantic comedies is out doing some press. Julia Roberts is talking. Mm. She has a new project that is completely not a romantic comedy. It's about the Watergate scandal. That is the opposite of a romantic comedy. That is, that is the, neither romantic nor, nor comedy. Com- discuss. discuss. <laughs> uh, but Julia Roberts is revealing why she hasn't starred in a romantic comedy in the last 20 years. You know, she had a, I'm sure people have wondered. Yeah. She was the queen of romantic comedies. Pretty Woman, My Best Friend's mm-hmm. Wedding, Runaway Bride, Notting Hill, etc., etc. Well, the reason why Julia Roberts hasn't done a romantic comedy in 20 years because she said the scripts aren't good enough. She hasn't found anything worth her time. Get on the stick, rom-com writers. Yeah, she's like, it's not that she hasn't not wanted to do a romantic comedy, but she said, if I had read something I thought was the level of Notting Hill or the writing on my best friend's wedding, that level of madcap fun, I would do it. But Julia Roberts said they didn't exist. And I just, you know, she's doing a new romantic comedy called Ticket to Paradise. Mm -hmm. And so she was like, yeah, I'm in. But since but but show me something that works. Yeah. Otherwise, she's basically like, yeah, uh, I'm gonna, you know, be at home with my kids. You know what I find to be so interesting about this? And by the way, six five one six four one one zero seven one. What's your favorite rom com? We're talking rom coms. Yeah. What I find interesting about this is that there are so many good books that could fall into the category of romantic comedy movies sure. that don't get optioned to have movies made from them it is a thriving genre of book yeah and every once in a while we do get a romantic comedy movie that breaks through i'm looking at something like crazy rich asians Mm -hmm. that comes to the fore even you know the lost city tried to yeah they really tried put in the effort yeah channing tatum sandra bullock they put in the old college try i I haven't talked to anybody who went to go and see that movie i don't either no but i also don't talk to people about movies very much why am i talking like this yeah, I know. I, yeah, I don't know. 651-641-1071. What's your favorite romantic comedy? We do have Kim on the line. Let's go to Kim. Hi, Kim. Kim, what's your favorite romantic comedy? Me? Yeah, you. Oh, 
sorry. I'm, I'm on a bridge right now. I can barely hear you. Oh. The Proposal. Is that the one with, um, tell me who's in that. Is that Ryan Reynolds? And Sandra Bullock and, that's and what Betty White. Yes. Okay, I've never, ever, can you believe this, never seen that. You've got to see it tonight. What is so great? Like, what is it about that one that you love so much? Well, Sandra plays just an uppity executive, and Ryan Reynolds is her assistant, and she's Canadian, mm-hmm. and she is in jeopardy of getting deported. Oh. So she... Okay, I'm pulling over here. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Good idea. Be safe, please, on the road. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's okay. Um, yeah, so she um, she's in, in threat of being deported, so she then basically scams the executives that she's engaged to Ryan Reynolds, who uh. she absolutely treats horrifically. Well, Ryan Reynolds ends up being an incredibly wealthy son of, of someone in Alaska. And just the hijinks and Betty White, I'm telling you, it's, I mean, say, say no more. Betty White. I love it. And Sandra Bullock. I mean, really, truly, thank you, Kim, for your call and drive safely. Um, I mean, honestly, when you say a cast like that, it mm-hmm. does make I, I would I want to see that only for the cast. Six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. Nostalgia Zone. What's your favorite rom-com? Let's go to Katie. Hi, Katie. Katie, hey. what's your favorite rom-com? All right, it might not be my favorite, but it's up there. It's called Leap Year. Okay, who's in that one? And now I'm realizing I think my rom-com watching is pretty sad. Oh, I only know the, the main actress, and that's Amy Adams. Okay. The guy that's with her is really good looking. And oh, oh, I think we lost you. I, um, Katie, oh, Adam, what's his face from? Adam Scott. Adam Scott, thank you, is in there, too, and they go to Ireland, and she wants to get engaged on this leap year, and they get all bungled up with their trip, and long story short, she winds up falling in love with someone other than her fiancé. Oh, okay. Katie, thank you for your call. Thank you for um, that recommendation, leap year. I, I cannot say that I've seen that. Matthew Good is the other, is another one of the, and I don't know who he is. Where has he been? Because I'm looking at a picture of him right now, and I would like to see him in a movie as soon as humanly possible. Um, but Amy Adams, she is, she is spectacular. Oh, she is a treasure. Is she, did she, she's, she used to live here. She used to be involved with the Chen Hessen That's Theater. That's what I thought. Okay, she's mm-hmm. ours. We'll take her. Yep. Uh, Drew is on the line. Hi, Drew. Drew, yep. what uh, is your favorite rom-com? Uh, I know this is a little unique, but Wally. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even think of that as a rom-com, but yes, there is romance in Wally. You know, the, the, just that there's no conversation, and yet it is the most touching movie, you know? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Drew, thank you for that, uh, for your call. I do. I just need to say, Wally is honestly one of my favorite movies, period. Wally is a masterpiece. It seriously is. And if you have not taken the opportunity to watch Wally, now's the time. Now's the time. Yeah. What else are you doing? Not much. Nothing. Yeah. Go get Disney Plus. Go stream it. 
And then you can cancel it. You don't have to keep it. It's fine. I think sometimes people hear Disney and they think it's going to just be for kids. But Wally Mm -hmm. has a message for everybody. It truly is. Oh, it's such a great movie. So, Drew, thank you just for bringing it up so we had another opportunity to love Wally. Yeah. Um, My hope is that we get some better writing for Uh rom-coms because a good rom-com. Yeah. We always need one Hollywood, of those. USA, you've been put on notice by yes. Julia Roberts. Thank you. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we got to talk about Adele. And we got to talk about her Vegas comeback opportunity. And whether or not we think it's actually going to happen, what she needs to do in order to jump through the hoop after this on My Talk 107.1. It's... Oh, well, Adele is being given another chance on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers off today. Holly and I are hanging with you. Hello. And remember that one time that Adele was going to do uh, a residency in Vegas? And then she was like, just kidding. I'm not going to do it the day before. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, sorry, guys. I'm going to cry now. And then I'm just going to go. And then we oh. haven't heard anything since. Hello. Hello. Yeah, we haven't heard anything from Adele since. Well, we have a little bit. She was over in the UK. She went on the Graham Norton show. Correct. And didn't really say much. She said she still wanted to do her Las Vegas residency and that she was hoping to do so in the near future. And I would just like to point out that there are a lot of people who have tickets who would like for her to do her residency as well. Yeah, because if you've got tickets, you know how much those cost. Yeah, and you don't have to tell of, us. And it was a lot of money. Yeah. Wait, do you have tickets? No. Oh, okay. No, I'm telling you, like, I'm saying the people who have tickets. Oh, no, you would know if I had tickets. I was going to say, we would have, like, made a whole week out oh, of it. Oh, my God. Every stranger I passed on the street would know. Yeah. You just start breaking out into song. <laughs> totally. No, I don't have tickets. But oh. but I, I do know people who have tickets. And I'm saying, you don't have to tell us how much they cost. Right. We know that they cost a whole lot. Well, there's a new report, Colleen, coming to us from the Telegraph newspaper over in the UK, saying that Adele has fired her creative team behind her weekends with Adele residency that was supposed to kick off at Caesars Palace in February. Okay, that's interesting. Well, one of the things that we heard at the time, one of the reasons that we heard that Adele canceled her residency was that she had a beef with the stage design, Mm -hmm. that there was some kind of mirage pool situation that Adele didn't like. Yeah, she thought it looked like it was supposed to look like a... A beautiful, like you said, mirage pool. And she said it looked like a kiddie pool. Yeah. I mean, those are just some of the things that were being discussed. Some of the gossip around Adele's residency, also including she wasn't really trying her employees. Okay. That's neither here nor there in this story. But according to the Telegraph, Adele has dumped her longtime set designer. And she has reportedly replaced that person with somebody named Kim Gavin, who is the artistic director for the group Take That. Oh. Also, the team that's produced the Rolling Stones' upcoming anniversary tour. Okay, that's big. Yeah, so some people who have some stage experience mm-hmm. chops. So a source claims to have intimate knowledge about the shows, telling the Telegraph that the Kim Gavin, this person who's the artistic di- director of Take That, is going to look and develop a new show. Everything has been scrapped with Weekends with Adele. They're I mean, starting over I again. Think that that's, I think that's probably a good idea for a number of reasons, but it makes me nervous. Yeah. Because she doesn't have a whole lot of time to turn it around if she's going to make the deadline that she's being offered. Yes. Well, now we heard from two separate sources. So one was NT Lawyer, 
from crazydaysandnights.net. Mm-hmm. We talked about a little celebrity gossip mystery in the first hour of the show, essentially saying that Adele's got to meet this deadline from Caesars Entertainment mm-hmm. saying that, well, you can perform between the 4th of July and Labor Day. And if you can't do that, then we don't want to do business with Bye. you anymore. Now, the Telegraph is also reporting that this residency would start at the end of July or beginning uh, beginning of August. I mean, that's not far away. No, that's not far away. So when I, I think about to plan my life, right? That, like that is near to me. If I'm making plans end of July for me, normal person yeah, for just you, for just me. Yeah. But this is her set designers, musicians, the venue, yep. the people holding tickets. Yep. I mean, this is a lot to coordinate. Yeah, there's a lot to coordinate, a lot to do. Now, I didn't look at the schedule for Caesars Palace in July and August, because then we would have to do some rooting around to see if the original venue where mm-hmm. she was supposed to perform is booked by anybody. Sure. Because Keith Urban and a couple of other people had taken the slots that she was supposed to perform in. And, you know, a place like Caesars Palace has a rotating roster of fine entertainers yes. ready to perform just for you. Well, I will say, though, kudos to, you know, people like Keith Urban who were able to mount an entire show in next to no time. Yeah. He's just like, I got my guitar. I'll come in but and see, do that. And that's the thing. But she's just got her voice. Right? Adele, yeah. you don't need, I don't need, fl- I don't need, a, a be- I don't need, I don't need, I you need know, you. you. Just you. Just you, Adele. <laughs> now there are other, uh, I've recently gotten into following Las Vegas gossip Twitter. Oh, fun. Because there's a lot of gossip in Las Vegas. And reports from some of these uh, Twitter accounts are also saying that expect an announcement fairly soon about this new Adele residency. Mm. We also heard rumors that Adele wasn't going to be at Caesars Palace anymore and that they were going to move her over to the more mm, pedestrian planet Hollywood. So then what happens to the people who are already... That's my question, and I don't know if you have an answer to this, but what happens to ticket holders if she does move venues? Will they still honor the tickets? How does that... Again, and I see your face, Holly, which to me is the face I would be making if I worked for any of these venues because that's another thing that they have to coordinate then. Yes. Again, there's a lot of coordination that needs to happen. Now I feel like coordination can happen with if you grease the wheel, if you know what I mean, if there's a lot of money involved, yeah, that green grease, that green (laughs) grease could happen. But honestly, I can't speak to what happens to Adele ticket holders if they bought tickets for the Caesars Palace Coliseum and then they end up at the Zappos Theater in Planet Hollywood. What a mess. It is a mess. It's just a mess. It doesn't matter which way you slice it because even still, even if she does go back to Caesars and they still will honor the tickets from the ticket holders who already have been sitting on these and canceled their vacation plans, Mm They're they're going to have to figure out how to accommodate the new schedule. They're going to have to reassign. All- hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. 
No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All of those dates. Yeah, and quite frankly, I haven't really talked to anyone who actually has an Adele ticket. And if at this point, they're even feeling like they, they want to go. go. They, they, they want to go. Right. Because that is a... A legit rearrangement of time and of schedules, mm-hmm. and I suppose that some people are here for it, and some people just might be tired. The thing I can't, the thing I keep going back to that I cannot get over is why why did she not sound the alarm sooner? Well, that's where all the hot gossip comes into play. Okay, about why she didn't announce that she was canceling her weekends with Adele until literally the, the day last before. minute. Yeah, because you knew. I mean. She knew she knew earlier because she said, or at least the messaging she gave us when she was crying in a hotel room uh, on her Instagram live, she said, we've been working around the clock, Mm -hmm. which tells you that if there was a need to work around the clock, there was a moment early on when it was evident that it might just not be ready. Right. Uh, you know, there are also, if she was working around the clock now, I think in her initial message that she put on Instagram, you know, she was like, it were COVID protocols, all this that, other stuff. Oh yeah, stu- that's right. You know? There was also that. And there was just like working around the clock. Well now also too, you know, the thing that Adele was using non-union musicians in Las Vegas which didn't really float too well. Mm -hmm. So perhaps there were some behind the scenes things that you were working around the clock, but maybe perhaps you were cutting corners in a way that was not Mm -hmm. endearing you to people who work in Las Vegas. Because it is a whole industry, it is an ecosystem, et cetera. Well, and then add to that, Holly, to that point, you know, if she's going to come back and do the dates that have been offered to her, she's also going to need to get people to work with and for her. Yeah. And it sounds like the reputation at least from the hot gossip, uh, is that she people might not be clamoring to take that job on. Yeah. So Because would know, you want to? Probably not, really. Well, okay. right. So it remains to be seen whether or not Adele is going to make her residency happen later this summer. Ooh. TBD. But expect maybe some kind of announcement fairly soon. On bated breath. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some celebrities behaving badly. We call them... Deep and we're going to talk about them after this on My Talk 1071. Hey, celebrities behaving badly. We are here to call them out on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley's off today. Holly and I are hanging out. Oh, yeah, just hanging out. And uh, we've got for you some celebrity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Presenting Sorry, Lord I didn't give my and usual Lady call. Douchebag of the Day. What would a call for a D-bag sound like? Who's your D-bag, Holly? I have summoned, I have called for Sam Asgari to be my oh. Lord D-bag of the Day. Hello, sir. <laughs> um, It's just, I mean, you know, this is a, a light offense. This, but it's enough where it's like, yeah, that's d baggy behavior. Mm-hmm. I just sometimes with him, there's honey, a lot of this. Yeah. So <laughs> Sam Asgari, fiance of Britney Spears, an actor in his own right, appearing in a scene in the television show Hacks, <laughs> friend of such celebrities as Mel Gibson. <laughs> 
was on social media and he was going through Britney Spears's closet. She oh. has a she has a big closet. Mm-hmm. And he found something that he felt like he needed to call out. Oh. Okay, was it uh another man's underwear? No, not another okay. man's underwear. He didn't find that. No. Was it a mascot costume? Uh, no. Britney Spears is not a not a furry, at least that we know. Okay, of. all right. Mm-hmm. No, he found a framed picture of Brad Pitt shirtless. Oh, I feel like that's normal. I think from the movie Thelma and Louise. That works. And then he decided to put it on his social media and said the following. Brad Pitt, we have a problem, buddy. I added the three stooges oh. sound effect for, you know, dramatics. Yeah. Because we're not a visual medium. But that's the tone of this post that Sam Asgari posted on his Instagram. And it's just, he definitely leans into this like, I'm the manly man in this relationship and I have to protect my woman. I can't. And just sometimes I want to go, Sam, honey, honey. Stand down. She's fine. Yeah, she's fine. I know she's your lioness. I know that, uh, you know, you like to uh, not be in a shirt. That's fine. Like, 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 Yeah, whatever. Respect. I mean, he works hard. But it is just this, like, take my wife, please attitude that Sam Asgari perpetuates that I don't even know if he knows he perpetuates. I don't even know if there's a self-awareness to any of his behavior. Well, I also think it's a little bit juvenile. But yeah. Like th- yeah. I think that's what it what it gets with me is this this n- n- it doesn't speak to a very sophisticated relationship. No. And maybe this relationship isn't sophisticated. That could well be. Relation- but at least that's the message they're giving. Yeah. Relationships don't have to be sophisticated, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But it is that message where it is a little bit like, okay, buddy, Brad Pitt, better watch out because uh, yeah. you can't, my wife can't like two hot men at the same time. Oh, it's like relationship cosplay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sure. You know, so just light cringe from Sam Asgari today. Although I will warn you, don't hate on Sam Asgari on social media because the stands will come for you. Oh, really? He's gone from experience. Well, he has stands or bots. Okay. Maybe a little from column A. Wait, how do you know this Because I think I shared a story once where we were talking about Sam Asgari doing his little thing on a red carpet. Mm Mm-hmm. And and well, he was on a red carpet for an event, and I don't remember what it was. Oh, maybe it was like a House of Gucci premiere. Yeah, that makes sense. That where checks out. He decided to wear Versace. Yeah, Ooh. on the red carpet. Yeah. Uh, but he was doing that thing where the reason that you were invited to this red carpet is because of your relationship with Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. But then you didn't want to talk about your relationship with Britney Spears, and you, you also didn't trying, bring her. And you, and you didn't bring her, and you were trying to deflect the conversation, talking about your you know hot acting career. Yeah, which. Oh, great. And Mm -hmm. that we all understand why you are a part of this conversation. Know from whence you came. Yeah. And acknowledge that there wasn't even an, I don't know. It was just, it was awkward. Yeah. And we called it out. I think, Colleen, you were gone. Okay. We shared it on social media. And then there was like some really upset stands slash bots about it. And it was like, well, I don't He's out there. Okay. We weren't like having serious beef. He's just like, he's just kind of honey, 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 honey. Anyways, you know, 
I wish nothing but the best. For Sam, truly, truly, honestly, I, like, honestly, no, you I, don't I, have any ill will for him. Yeah. It's just, it, it it's just, just is, yeah. yeah. Oof. Oh, who's your D bag, mm. Colleen? Listen, it is both the Kardashians and all the tabloids. I don't think I can what? handle that much D bag in I this know. segment. No, you have to because here it comes. <laughs> okay, so here's why. Now I am not dumb. I know. That on the Kardashians, they are focusing right now on Kim's turn on SNL. You have that. I have that. <laughs> I, I've i read the headlines. The reason, the thing that is, uh, the, it's the space-time continuum that's my D-bag, I think. It's the Kardashian version of the space-time continuum and the fact that the tabloids fall into the, fall into the gap all the time, which is to say that she already did SNL. We've already done that. Yep, we we had, already had that news cycle. We have that. We have that. And we, we had it. And now we didn't ask for it back. Mm-hmm. But because this is what they're doing right now on the Kardashians on the Hulu show, the tabloids are digging up all these new old stories about Kim doing Saturday Night Live. And I again, I'm not dumb. I understand how this works. I understand that part of being in a world where Kardashians are means that we have to live things twice. We have to live them the actual time. And then we have to live them again as they want you to live them through their eyes on their show. Well, it's interesting how long I question how long this space time continuum structure will be able to sustain itself. That's the thing about it. I feel like, this we cannot go on this way doing this dance, Kardashians. We can't. Uh, some of the reviews, the legitimate reviews I read of the Kardashians on Hulu, one of them, and I think it was from Variety.com, their review was that the Kardashians have outgrown this television format. I do not disagree with that. It's just they have matured beyond this kind of reality television show. So then the question is, what's the point of well, all of this and not to get too deep in the weeds but but really i think that they've said as much the purpose of the original reality show was not necessarily to just and it grew into this it was not necessarily to just have a reality show it was to be part of what supported their brand yeah. that they branched off to their major uh, business entities from so the the show is not and does not intend to be the major money maker. The show just supports their brand. So then, when the show went away, they could have just gone away and kept with their brands because their brands are super successful. Right. But in order to sustain that, they have to. They feel like in order to maintain their relevance and sustain their brand, they have to have something. Like this, but I agree with you, Holly, that at this point it isn't probably supporting or advancing their brands in the way that it did in the beginning and was necessary and vital for their survival as a, as a reality family. Yeah. Well, keeping, think of how the media landscape has changed since the premiere of Keeping Up with the Kardashians mm. in 2007. Yeah, you guys, it was a long time ago. It was a super long time ago. We have changed leaps and bounds in the way that we consume entertainment. 2007, you had to have a .edu email address to get onto Facebook. Yes. Twitter maybe existed. 
Instagram? I don't, I don't no. even remember. No, Instagram was not a thing. 2008, definitely know that Twitter existed but, existed, but it was in its infancy. So the way that they were doing business had to be one way, and now it's completely changed. Obviously, they have just totally embraced social media as a way to get the word out. Also remember about Chris Jenner and company. They have been doing infomercials for yes. decades. Yes. Wicks of wisdom. Thank Chris you. Jenner's candles that mm-hmm. were wise. Were wise. She also was the person who reinvented then Bruce Jenner's career yeah. and put him in infomercials and put him to work in that way. Right. So this is all kind of part and parcel for Chris Jenner and doing that. But I would question whether or not we need that kind of packaging of the message anymore. Absolutely. Because what the byproduct of that message is, is again, that we have to relive real events that occurred two times. Yeah. The time when they actually happened, Kim hosted Saturday Night Live and and then we got little bits and bites about it. But now through the show, we're getting more such that the two big headlines that showed up in my feed this morning were the following one from BuzzFeed News. Kim Kardashian revealed the, quote, serious boundaries that she put in place when Kanye West flew in to support her at SNL after their split. Okay, so now I have to have this experience where I'm understanding better the nuance of her hosting and what that meant for her relationship with Kanye West. Don't care. I trust that they're adults and they'll figure it out. I don't care. Exactly. I don't care. And then... And actually, like, I'm actually sort of here for this, but I had to sit through the show if I want to see this. Kim jokes about her sex tape while practicing her SNL monologue with Amy Schumer. This is an absolute staged setup for their show. Oh, 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 Colleen, Colleen, I got a question for you. What? Who else has a show on Hulu right now? Thank you. Amy Schumer does. It's called Life and Beth, and it is a worthy watch yeah it's been renewed for a second season but this is full on brand synergy do not think it's anything else and that's where it gets all messy and that's why they're my d-bags today because i don't want to be manipulated (laughs) i don't feel like it i'm not in the mood uh yeah it's it doesn't i don't know if it really works anymore no that's i'm with you on that holly but i will say it doesn't matter because they already have two seasons in the can, yeah. and this is you're going to get them whether you like it or not. Well, and according to Variety, Hulu says that the Kardashians is its biggest series premiere in the United States history. I cannot roll my eyes enough. Uh, but uh, Hulu didn't provide specific numbers, and they uh, never do. And they, they never, never have to. Yeah, they never have to. So they're never giving out any actual data. You just have to trust this exclusive story put on Variety. That it was the biggest watch ever. Which was probably, I'm dead serious about this, part of the negotiation. And it's in the contract that Chris Jenner signed when they signed on to do a show on Hulu. Well, this story is a press release. Let, let us not get it wrong. Yeah. Because it goes on to say, the Hulu series is a more elevated version of the original show that made the family famous. Blah, 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 blah. So this okay. is just a press release. Thanks. Letting you know that this was popular, although we don't actually know if it was popular. You just have to trust them. We don't have the receipts. But I bet Chris Jenner does when we return. I'm, she's in court right now, by the way. <laughs> uh, when we return on the Colleen and Bradley yeah. show. Listen, speaking of receipts, I wanna I don't wanna beat a timeline horse to death, but 
we've got to go back and revisit the reality of the timeline between Ben Affleck breaking up with Ana de Armas and showing up on the scene with Jennifer Lopez because it we've forgotten and we need to revisit and there's more information I will share when we come back after this on my talk 1071 Lindstrom Bradley trainer is off today Holly Roberts and I are hanging out with you this episode is supported by FX's clipped the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owners racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world the series charts the tapes impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league starring Lawrence Fishburne Jackie Weaver Cleopatra Coleman and Ed O'Neill FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Just hanging out. Um, We are just hanging out. And what I'd like to do while we hang out right now is revisit a timeline. And this is a a timeline uh, of the beginning of the relationship of what we call Benifer Agenifer. Ben Affleck. Jennifer Lopez. I almost said it. Aniston. Nope, sorry. You gotta go now. <laughs> Bye! Well, should we get in the Wayback Machine? <gasps> Let's do it! Thank you. And when we go back to revisit this timeline, now there, there's a specific reason I'm bringing this up, but I want to remind you of where we were in that time and space. Um, it was uh, March of 2021. A simpler time. It was a simpler time. Uh, it was March of 2021 when we got word that Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez, nope, Ana de Armas, mm-hmm. uh, broke up. See, it's confusing. That's why we're doing I this. I know. This is why we're here. <laughs> so that was in March of 2021. Yes. Now, I can't, I'm trying to, I think it was May of 2021. That Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck started to be seen out and about together. It was I I don't I was looking for the exact date, and I'm not a good Googler. I'm no Google Foo master you, like our you, friend Lori. You didn't hit up the Googs. I did not hit. I didn't do it correctly. I can tell you, you know, that right I now. I am going mm-hmm. to go. Okay, continue. Well, I will tell. Okay, so here, <laughs> like, really quickly. So, March of 2021, Ben Affleck and Ana de Armas break up. April of 2021 is when uh, Alec, Al, A Rod, and oh my gosh, words, A Rod and Jennifer Lopez broke off their engagement. Yes, lest we forget that those two lovebirds were together, even did an entire spread in Vanity Fair magazine. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it was only shortly after Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez started to be seen out and about together, and speculation was a rampant yeah, that it, they were back together. It went to 11. It went to 11 real quick. Uh-huh. Now, in that in-between time, in that liminal space in betwixt, his breakup with Ana de Armas, Ben Affleck's, and 
his getting back together with Jennifer Lopez. It was a very, very short period of time, but we have a tendency to forget some things in the timeline. And one of those things is a woman who, uh, who took to social media. Her name was, oh shoot, I'm going to, oh darn it, I wish I had this all laid out perfectly and I didn't. But there was a woman, actress Naveen Jay, who shared on social media a video sent to her by Ben Affleck wherein he had connected with her on Raya. Yes. And she unconnected. I don't know how Raya works, but she like disconnected from him. And then he came on video and sent her a video saying, why did you, why did you unmatch me on Raya? It really is me. Yes. This happened in May. Okay. Early May 2021. So about a year ago, yes, this woman, Naveen Jay, shared a video that Ben Affleck shared to her. Because she unmatched him thinking it couldn't possibly have actually been Ben Affleck. Right. And we had a whole discussion at the time on the ethics of her sharing that video publicly because it was a private message sent on a dating site. So there was a whole kerfuffle about that. Now, gossip had already been happening about Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez hanging out. That was dated April 30th, 2021. Okay, so see, do you see how tight this is? It's super tight. So then the next thing, so here's what's present. This is why we're talking about it today. is because on an episode of Selling Sunset, the next season, with the fifth season, drops on Friday. This is what you have to look forward to. Admittedly, I do not watch this show. However, what we know is Emma Hernan, who joined the cast in the last season, shares in the new season that guess who she matched with on Raya? Ben Ben Affleck. Okay, when though? Okay, ready? Thank you for asking. Yeah. The fourth and fifth seasons of Selling Sunset were filmed during the pandemic, which is still happening. Thank you very much. But in the what? in the deep, like they were back to back, and it was also uh, wait what, the fourth and fifth season they were right back to back during the pandemic. So this was at some point between the breakup with Ana de Armas and before he was back together with Jennifer Lopez, which again is a very short window. So what we yep. learned from that is our friend Ben Affleck was incredibly active on this highfalutin dating app during that very short window. Or was it during the very short window? I mean, that's where we're going to have to pay attention to the timeline here. I don't think I can promise that I'm going to start watching Selling Sunset. I definitely am not going to, but I also will say, I mean, this is a convenient way to get some press for the next season of Selling Sunset. You know, Ben Affleck just got engaged. So to be sharing the story about how they matched on Raya, okay. I mean, that will get you in headlines, and it worked, and we're here talking about it. But what it caused me to do is go back and revisit that, because here's the other thing. Have you noticed this? In all of the information we have been given by J-Lo and Ben Affleck about their engagement, about their love for each other, about how they want to remain private, but they're going to still go out and make out in front of everybody and uh, show you what houses they're looking at, we still don't actually know their origin story. Uh huh. They have kept that under wraps because, like you said, Colleen, it was a very 
very tight timeline because looking back it was a year ago it was a simpler simpler time time. Uh, there were reports that um ben affleck and jennifer lopez spending time in los angeles after her split from alex rodriguez like that story was dated april 30th Mm -hmm. alex rodriguez and jennifer lopez were, were still hanging out together but five days before that because there were sources at page six saying that a rod and j-lo were seen having dinner together over the weekend at hotel bel-air and that they were there friday night just over a week before they confirmed that they called off their engagement. So basically there is a week and then there are already people spotting yes. Ben Affleck and Jennifer. I mean, look, this is messy. Yes. This so, is all messy and they don't want you to pay attention to any of this. They're, mess. they're trying to move forward and we're going to stay anchored in the past because it tells us about the future. Uh huh. That's all we have to say about so, that. So what we're saying is mm-hmm. that this is a very extremely carefully crafted publication Yes. Meant to deflect from any of the actual messiness that's yeah. behind the scenes. Pay no attention to the facts. Only the story they want you to tell. And you can find that story when you subscribe to the On The J-Lo newsletter. Thank you, Holly. When we return, which we did by accident. Oops. When we come back, what would you do? We're going to give you a scenario. You'll tell us what you would do after this on My Talk 107.1.